Hello, Collateral Gaming listeners. Chazzle Dazzle here from the Trial by Air Variety Show podcast. I just wanted to take a few seconds to invite you guys over to what we do. No, it's not video games, but we do invite really awesome and unique bands from all over the world. We dig deep into their souls and find really cool stories to tell you, and there's tons of music every week, so subscribe to us wherever you subscribe to your podcast. We look forward to having you. I'm Ashley Chancellor. And I'm Zachary Gio. This is Collateral Gaming. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. We are podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so whatever you have, smoke it if you've got it. And, and speaking of which, I actually just got back from a trip in Colorado. <laughs> oh boy, you lucky dog. Oh man. Yeah, that was great. We planned to record actually there in Colorado. I was gonna, we were gonna go ahead and record The Last of Us and probably this episode too, um, but just shit happened and, and we weren't able to do it. But it's okay. I guess we'll go ahead and record both parts of The Last of Us together and just release both parts out when we were gonna release part two. But we've got this episode out for now, so. Oh yeah, and I am. Really stoked to talk about what we're talking about today because it came out this past week and it has just been a ride of a game. I love it so much. Oh my gosh, it was everything and more that I wanted it to be. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, I was stoked about this. Like, I was super, super, super hyped about it since the original announcement, which was just a few months ago. So they, they pretty much were all already done with development of this game or almost done by the time that they announced it but uh today we're talking about spider-man miles morales and mm. i just i had uh a, i cannot express to you enough how much i love the first game spider-man ps4 and and that's you as well right yes every, everything about that game is what it needed to be they did not miss a beat insomniac did such a beautiful job capturing the essence of both Peter Parker and Spider-Man and with the characters Mary Jane Watson, J. Jonah Jameson over his little podcast ranting and raving yes. to swinging through the city, doing side missions. Um, and speaking of side missions, we'll talk about the Friendly Neighborhood app, which is one of the coolest additions ever. But they really didn't miss a beat. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> Sp- Spider-Man PS4 is damn near a perfect game. Uh, damn they, near it they, they really went all out for that game and it's a really long story there's tons of side missions there's so much content and honestly if you're bored just swinging through the city is a hell of a time in and of its own Dude, it's it's so good i still pick up this game just to swing you know around new york for a little while like that's fun to me just to swing around and and stop a few crimes and god did that game i'm sorry i'm gonna say it I know it's cliche, but it made you feel like Spider-Man. <laughs> it really did. I, and, you know, I, I used to do the same thing uh, when they released The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 for Xbox and PS4. I think it was for Xbox and PS4. But those games really just, they were good, but they just did not hold a candle. This is the best superhero game, in my opinion, uh, That's followed closely by Arkham Knight. But followed closely by the Batman Arkham series, I would agree. Yeah, let's be real. Nothing comes really close to this. No. Even though I just said follows closely, I would rather play Spider-Man PS4 seven times in a row before playing Arkham Knight once. <laughs> well, you know, not only that, um, it really builds off of, and we talked about this in our Spider-Man PS4 review back in Season 1. Go check that out. It was our season finale. But uh, Spider-Man 2 was really the game, you know, the movie the adaptation of the movie starring Tobey Maguire was the game that really set the precedent for Spider-Man games. And Spider-Man PS4 incorporated so much of what was good about that, what needed to be in a Spider-Man game, free roaming around New York, swinging, and just 
and just went hand with it. I mean, it, it was just incredible. It was an absolute amazing, spectacular experience. I mean, you, oh, I, I can't say <laughs> enough about that game. And, and if you want to hear more about it, please go check that episode out because I had so much to say. I was in love with it. I, I 100%ed the game like more than once. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I've played it every difficulty. I mean, ah, oh, it's something that Zach and I actually nerded out over. You know, oh my god! Before, oh my god! <laughs> I remember you texted me the other night. You were like, "Dude, I, I was actually in Dalton, Georgia uh, last weekend. This game's been out a little over a week uh-huh. now." Um, you texted me. You were like, "Dude, Miles Morales is out," and I was like, "Wait, what? What? What?" <laughs> and uh, and I immediately got the account and I downloaded the game and I was just so pumped and I was so hyped that I was I was in Dalton visiting a friend that I've been friends with for ten years and I had never met him person it's kind of like your and i situation except we haven't known each other as long yeah um but he wanted to play call of duty i was like yeah dude i'm down just let me let me let me taste this game a little bit let me see what it's like let me see how it looks i was so pumped oh my goodness and yeah you and i have definitely nerded out over this game there's just no game that quite makes you feel like parker no like this game does it's perfect like the quick time events are good too i usually hate qtes they made it so much more intense. Like they, they did like a Spider-Man PS4 demo where um, you it was when the demons were finally starting to like come through. Yeah, and it's the first time you see Martin Lee. Um, Fisk is like, "Keep my men alive, and maybe I'll tell you." And then you go up and you have to deal with the helicopter. It's funny because <laughs> in the main game, Martin Lee doesn't actually show up there yet, but in the demo, yep. he does. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I remember we, what you're talking about. I watched that over and over and over. And I remember watching it and seeing the stealth and being like, okay, yeah, this is kind of like Batman Arkham, right? And, and, and so, you know, that's what I think Spider-Man PS4 did really well, was incorporating, okay, let's take what worked in Spider-Man 2, let's take what worked in the Arkham series, and let's apply it to a brand new game starring Peter Parker and Spider-Man, of which I am on record saying is my favorite portrayal of the character hands down. I mean, oh, 100%. the best cinematic portrayal of both Peter Parker and Spider-Man is Yuri Lewinthal's performance at Spider-Man PS4 and just blows. And I'm a huge fan of all the Spider-Man movies. I love the Tobey Maguire movies. I love the Andrew Garfield. I'm having a blast with Tom Holland. But man, he just really they just perfectly encapsulated the essence of the character so well. Yes, it was like we said earlier, it was damn near perfect. They <laughs> Oh, man. The next game cannot come out soon enough, and we literally just finished Miles Morales. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm so hype. And this was a little bit of a shorter venture. It was um, it, it was it was actually advertised as kind of a standalone expansion, not unlike Uncharted The Lost Legacy. It's its own thing, but it, it is kind of more spinoff than sequel. But in no means did the quality go down. The game is about... No half as long as Spider-Man PS4, and it's sold at retail for $40, so it's a good deal. You can actually purchase it with the remastered version of Spider-Man PS4 and, and play them both on PS5. Um, yes, they did change Peter Parker's face, and I'm actually coming to terms with it now. I wasn't happy about the change at first because I think I just really was attached to Yuri Lewinthal's voice with John Bubniak's face, and and, and seeing that change was, was really jarring for me at first. But then when I started playing Miles Morales and I and there's that one scene with Miles and Peter in the beginning, I actually was kind of okay with it. Um, I I did think that the actor that they used, the face model, was too young looking originally, but he does manage to carry some of that maturity into the role. And so you can still tell, okay, this is this is someone who's been Spider-Man for eight years and he's mentoring Miles Morales. So I mean, maybe that was Yuri's performance really shining through, but um, I'm, I will go and say that I'm, I'm much happier with the change now. Um, I, I still don't wish that they had changed it, but I'm okay with it. I can be, I can, I can learn to, I have learned to be okay with this new face. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was, I'm kind of in the same boat. I was a little upset with it at first, but then I got to thinking superheroes, people with superhuman abilities, like let's say Barry Allen, you know, he's the fastest man alive. I know we're not talking about the Flash, but he's got speed healing. Yeah. And also, if you think about it, those powers kind of take into account for aging. And it's true. I'm okay with the way this face looks because, I mean, he's been Spider-Man for eight years, not 38 years. So he's not going to look too much terribly older 
as when he did when he got when he first got his powers, you know. And, and some people just look young. I mean, he could he pulls off that he could be twenty three. It's not unbelievable. It's just it's not what you would look at. Like it's not the first thing you would guess. But he pulls off twenty three. You know. <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. A lot of people say you know he looks too much like Tom Holland, but got to remember Tom Holland is around that age too. Actually, Tom Holland, I think he is like twenty three or something. Oh, I think he's twenty one. Twenty one. I don't know. Let me quick stop. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me do a quick check on Tom Holland's age. You know, the, the new face gotta... does look like Tom Holland. Oh, um, and oh. You, you can see it. it it's not. He's twenty four. He's twenty four. See, I knew it. I knew he was. So he's he's just uh, uh he's born in ninety four. He's just a year younger than me, but uh, or about half a year. But yeah, and and the reason why they did it supposedly this is what. Insomniac says, and I guess I don't have any reason to distrust them, but supposedly in order to bring the graphics onto the PS5 and really show the fidelity and and have uh, good, like, realistic graphics, they needed a model that matched Yuri Lewenthal's facial structure more. Because, I mean, don't... There, there's a lot of confusion here. I've seen a lot of people on the internet, like, mistaking these things. So Yuri Lewenthal does not only the voice of the character, but he does the motion capture performance as well. It's just that someone else's face is modeled onto him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but he he is doing the, the motion capture performance. So supposedly his facial structure wasn't like John Bubniak's. I don't think that the new guy, what was it, Jordan Baker or something? I, I don't think that he looks any more like Yuri Lewenthal than John Bubniak did. But if that's what Insomniac says, that's what Insomniac says. Part of me also kind of... Is, is buying into the conspiracy that maybe like it's it's pressure from from Disney or or for, from Sony or something from Sony actually because you know they wanted a, a actor that looks more like Tom Holland. I but what what are you gonna do about it? It's not like the end of the world. It's not gonna even if you hate the face change, you're gonna live through it. This is a tale a story about Spider Man and and this game in particular is a story about Miles Morales. So oh my gosh, yeah. yes. And regardless of whether or not they changed the face. I mean, since they did, it kind of creates a whole new experience for Spider-Man PS4 because you're seeing all of these cutscenes between... One of my favorite cutscenes is um, the first time MJ and Peter go back to the diner and Stan Lee yes. is there and he's oh. like, oh, it's so good seeing you two together again. <laughs> it, it, it feels like a whole new experience. And I haven't gotten the chance to play the remastered version of Spider-Man on PS5. Hopefully... Um, I'll be able to get a PS5 soon. Me but too. All the scalpers and everybody pre-ordered it and are flipping them for ridiculous prices. And yeah. Oh gosh, makes my blood boil a little bit. But it's okay. One 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 of these days, I'll get my hands on it. Well, but. I spent a hundred extra dollars on my Switch. I remember I paid four hundred dollars really? for it. Yeah, just because they were so hard to find, and I really wanted one. I really wanted to play Breath of the Wild. I mean. If you think about it, it's well worth the investment yeah. because Age of Calamity just came out. Oh. <laughs> nice segue. Dude, I've been playing the shit out of that, and we're going to do an episode on that as well, another game launch episode like this one. So, But back to Miles Morales, okay, because we've, we haven't really talked about this game yet. And since this is a game launch episode and the game just came out, um, we're going to try to stay out of spoiler territory. Um, the game is pretty short, guys. It's 40 bucks. When you pick it up, you're going to be glued. Oh my God! Yes, and you're gonna want to play through the entire thing, um, and and there are some pretty heart wrenching moments. I will say, I teared up at the end. I don't think I cried as much as as at the end of Spider-Man PS4, but <laughs> but it 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 was a, it was a little bit of a tearjerker. Um, there is some tragedy involved, but God, what an amazing job that Insomniac did bringing you know Miles Morales up because I. I'm a huge Peter Parker fan. You know, I love Spider-Man's quips and his ability to um, to talk fast on the spot and make jokes, talk fast on the spot and make jokes <laughs> and, and, and be Spider-Man. And, swing. you know, behind the mask, you know, he's kind of this different person. And so for me, I was kind of worried that this game wouldn't be as much fun because part of what made Spider-Man PS4 so fun was that they really nailed the personality down and, and Spider-Man never missed a beat. Like he was always quipping, right? Oh, yeah. Quipping and thwipping. Quipping and thwipping, exactly. And, and that's referenced here. And Miles is 
kind of the underdog. We're finally getting to see the story that Insomniac didn't want to tell with Peter, which was a new Spider-Man coming up and not really sure of himself. But we're seeing it with Miles now, and he is kind of the underdog. He's not as confident as Peter, and he's not as funny yet. And yet it's because of his lack of experience and his personality that does add a lot of uh, personality to the yeah, game. It, 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 it kind of allows you to grow with the character. You yeah. get to see, basic, not necessarily his origin story. You see him get bit by a spider at Feast in Spider-Man PS4. And before I continue, I really just want to say, I think I don't want to butcher his name, but Najee Jeter did an absolutely phenomenal job oh, yeah. as Miles. I really... Uh, the first time I really got to see anything with Miles was Into the Spider-Verse. And that was a really fantastic portrayal of the character. But after playing this game and seeing him in Spider-Man PS4, I don't want anybody else to capture Miles. This was just a stellar performance. But as I was talking about, you know, with Miles being so inexperienced, he's not very re well respected by the people of New York. You kind of earn that as you go through the game. Um because you're growing, you know, you're learning how to be a hero on your own, because at first he's kind of really relying on Peter. You know, he's not, like you said, he's not as confident. I love the fact that you kind of get to grow with him as you progress through the game. It yeah. is fantastic, and it is a surreal experience. It's not, it's kind of, it's unlike any other superhero game I've ever played, because when you play Spider-Man PS4, Parker's been Spider-Man for eight years, so he knows the drill. When you play the Arkham games, Bruce Wayne has been Batman. He's been through the shit. He already knows what he has to do, and this is the first time you kind of get to build your character's confidence as you progress through the game, and it is amazing. It's so much fun. I keep saying amazing and spectacular. <laughs> this, was, this was really just the ultimate experience. Ah! <laughs> I see what you did there. No, yeah, it really was, and there's just so much more um, depth that's introduced to traversal and combat with Miles um, using, of course, the new Venom abilities, which Oof. it's just another element that's added, you know, into the combat experience is that, in it, it, you know, all the powers that you had in Spider-Man, now Miles also has his bioelectric attacks. And it really makes combat even more interesting. So if you're coming into this thinking, yeah, this is going to be kind of more of the same, which, by the way, would not have been a, been a problem for me. I would happily take more of what was in Spider-Man PS4, like that you could literally have added nothing new and I would have enjoyed it. But Insomniac went above and beyond and introduced new abilities, you know, as well as the camouflage, which makes stealth yes. a lot better. Because now, once you when you break stealth, you're not fucked. Like you can just go invisible, and you can go back into stealth mode again. Great, you know Which, what I mean? <laughs> yes, it it's spectacular. Like in Spider-Man PS4, it was really hard to do web and ceiling takedowns just because you had to wait until that precise moment where the enemy was marked safe. Because when you're scanning areas and you see a bunch of enemies, you can see whether it's a danger to attack them because they'll alert others, or it's safe to attack them. Um, I think you have to purchase the skill, though. You have to unlock the skill to immediately go to camouflage. But when you do, it really helps because you can accidentally like do a web strike takedown yeah. and hit like a member of Roxxon Corp or whatever, whatever you're going after, and you hit them. And let's say you accidentally attack them while it was dangerous, Miles will immediately go into camouflage, and you can whip out of there and reset yourself. And it makes it so awesome. Yeah, I had that. I had that mod on all the time too. That mod is essential. Yep. The uh, the auto camouflage mod. <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent. It doesn't work if you're out of camouflage though. So use your use your camo sparing. Yeah. By the time I unlocked that mod, I think I stopped putting camouflage on automatically, and I started just keeping it on the back burner so that you know I could continue running stealth the same way I would in Spider-Man PS4. But if I messed up. I could just go right back into stealth, and that was nice. And sometimes, if I was in a really difficult combat situation and I was about to die, and you know all these enemies are coming at me left and right, I could just go into camouflage and whip my way out, reload. Where'd he go? And, and, Where'd and, he go? And, and, and take care of that one hard enemy <laughs> in stealth mode, because you could take them down with one mm -hmm. hit. <laughs> Is it just me, or did they really ramp up the difficulty this time? Because... They did. I... Ha was am no stranger to the combat in Spider-Man PS4. Like I've pretty much perfected it at this point. I played the game on Ultimate, and and I found that 
ramping up the difficulty just meant that you just needed to be better at the combat system the way that it was, right? As Spider-Man, you should be dodging all of the attacks. So if, you, if you're on playing on Spectacular or Ultimate Difficulty, all that means is you just need to be better at that. But other than that, I mean, the, the experience is really not going to be that much harder. Um, you're going to be the doing basically do the same thing more damage, you would though. be doing. Right, you're taking more damage, but you want to be avoiding the attacks anyway because you want to feel like Spider-Man. And so I remember in Spider-Man PS4 flipping up the difficulty wasn't too big of a deal for me because if you mastered the combat system, then you should have no problem. You should be dodging all the attacks already. But oh yeah, man, this game really, really hit me hard because I, I started up on spectacular difficulty because I was like, normally I'm a medium guy. Like if I'm playing a game for the first time, I'm going to play on the normal medium difficulty. But this game, I said, no, like I'm I'm a veteran. I'm a Spider-Man PS4 veteran. Let me start. I would have started on Ultimate if it was offered, you know. Same. But <laughs> Yeah, same. I was also, I also started on spectacular. I was just like, we don't need this baby bullshit. I did Spider-Man PS4 three times, 100% all the way through. And the last time I did New Game Plus and yeah. yeah, the second time I just played the game through again. But the last time I did New Game Plus on Ultimate, and it was just so much fun. Yeah. Because the challenge of combat and dodging all of these enemies, like we said, we will say this over and over and over again. It makes you feel like Spider-Man. And <laughs> if you are not dodging and using your spider sense, timing perfect dodges, using amazing, the finishing moves in this yes. game were so sick. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. I, oh, Miles just adds his flair to it. Yes, and then that goes into bro. the traversal as well. I love that some of the moves feel, uh, come straight out of movies like Into the Spider-Verse. You know, mm -hmm. Just like how when you play the original Spider-Man, you can go back and be like, oh, he did that move in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay, okay, this, this is from you know, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. And they actually like literally copied moves from the films and put them in. And in this movie, they did the same thing with Into the Spider-Verse. Um, and by the way, <laughs> the end of the Spider-Verse suit, of course, is in this. And one of the coolest oh. things about it is that it comes with... Um, Vibe the Verse. With, with a suit mod and a visor mod. With, yeah, Vibe the Verse, which make, makes the frame rate low. You get that like low frame rate effect that you get with. And you can apply it to actually any suit. Just like in Spider-Man PS4 with the suit powers. Um, which in this case have been replaced with, with suit mods and visor mods. More on that later, but... Yeah, you get the, the Into the Spider-Verse, and you can even have the words um, pop up. There's a mod for that as well, so that you get like those action words pop up while you're punching enemies, just like in the yeah. you know Into the Spider-Verse. And so it was fun being able to swing around into the Into the Spider-Verse suit with those mods on, I got to say. No, you're absolutely right. It, it added a very nostalgic feel to it, even though Into the Spider-Verse hasn't been out for too long. I think it's been like, what, two or three years? Yeah, that it's it been came out. out in 2018, I want to say. God, that's such a good movie. It's one of my favorites of all time. Definitely one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. Um, I, I loved Homecoming. I was all right with Far From Home, and Tom Holland does a great job. But, God, man, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. This is Spider-Verse is a quality movie. And, and the only reason it isn't up higher for me is just because, like, I'm a Peter Parker guy. My favorite Spider-Man movie is always going to be a Peter Parker story. But Spider-Man 2. But they did a really, really good job with Into the Spider-Verse and making a character like Miles Morales more accessible. And the reason why we have a Miles Morales game today is because of that movie. No, nobody would have been interested in playing a standalone game with you know, someone other than Peter Parker, and, except for that the movie did a good job. And I like how in this universe, we, unlike an Into the Spider-Verse, we have Spider-Man and Miles Morales working together. Miles doesn't become... Spider-Man because Peter Parker dies. So I think in the original comics and in most adaptations, um, Peter Parker is Miles' Uncle Ben. In this game universe, they made that his father, Jefferson Davis, who who dies um, much earlier than... I don't know if he ever did end up dying in the comics, but I know he wasn't dead. And in, he's not in Into the Spider-Verse either. So they kind of flipped the script around and they decided that... And I'm glad that they did because I was... <laughs> I don't want to see Peter go. I'm really attached to this character, but... The only thing that bothers me, okay, is that they're both called Spider-Man. Now, in the mainstream Marvel Comics universe, that makes sense. Because in, in Miles' universe, in the Ultimate Universe, Peter died. And then he took over the mantle. And then both uh, universes ended up merging. And so Miles Morales and Spider-Man and, and Peter Parker are working together in the comics too now in a similar role with Peter Parker being mo taking more of a mentor role and, and being more of a global Spider-Man and, and Miles Morales being like a, like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. 
And but it makes sense that they would both be called Spider-Man because that's the names that they already chose. The one thing that confuses me is in this universe, right? Peter Peter never died. Why would Miles Morales decide to take on the exact same mantle? <laughs> well, honestly, I think I think it kind of helps with uh, their identities. I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, but if they're both Spider-Man, even though they have very different traits and very different qualities and very different abilities with Miles' venom powers and his ability to camouflage, if they're both called Spider-Man, people that aren't necessarily paying attention, they're just wanting to be saved, wanting to be protected – are going to look at them as both Spider-Man, not Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, which could eventually lead to one of them potentially being exposed. And I will say, I will say, Miles did not do a very, very... Mm, mm, no spoilers. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. But um, He didn't cover his identity very well. <laughs> no, he did not! <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll say that, because I, I think that's, that's almost like a... That is almost a Spider-Man staple at this point, as is, is you know the reveal of the identity of people. But um, that I like what you said, you know, about the two Spider-Men, and that's addressed in this game as well. You know, with the friendly Spider-Man app, and and now there's this app that people can do to call on Spider-Man, and you could get either one. And so that's something that Miles also has to deal with is that he's living in the shadow of the pre-existing Spider-Man who's already New York's hero. And, and New York is kind of seeing this as like, oh, well, you're like a younger Spider-Man. Like, why don't you leave the heroics to the guy that that's better at this? Like, I don't, I don't want the inexperienced Spider-Man, you know, and, and Miles has to deal with that uh, bias, you know, that New York has. And I, I think he successfully does so because, you know, throughout the game, you, you get more and more, uh, citizens actually wanting to talk to you because if you notice in the beginning both the citizens and the police are kind of like you know stay out of this and then towards the end you're getting more and more support so they did a good job with that support and respect and it's like a continuous flow of just growth and that's one of the things that makes this game so great is the storyline and the character development were both flawlessly done. I did not Flawless. see or feel any problems with the way this game flowed. I loved every single moment of the story, which, by the way, even though it is a relatively shorter game, like Ash said, it's about half the length of Spider-Man PS4, it is intense. Yeah. Like, the main villain, which I will not reveal his name, is absolutely spectacular he's just <laughs> one of those money hungry grubs that's just sadistic in what he does and i love the trope of the villain kind of being somebody that you can sympathize with because of what's happened but in the english stack <laughs> at the end of it you still have uh, Miles still has to put a stop to it because he knows that he's got to protect and be the hero that New York needs while Peter's gone, you know. Um, but I won't reveal why he's not there. But just Miles has a lot of work well, to do in his first solo. They talked about it. That that was actually revealed before the game came out. So P Peter's away in vacation in Simcaria with MJ, leaving. You know that that's the basic backdrop for the story. We can talk about that. So Miles is New York's only spider-man for the first time in his career mm -hmm. and it really puts the pressure on him to you know even miles doesn't think he's ready but peter does and uh, may i say that introductory segment with the rhino was fantastic yes oh my goodness oh ah! i'm about to geek the hell out dude oh my goodness it was spectacular again with the wordplay sorry <laughs> but no that introductory segment was just absolute tea it was just perfect and i mean they displayed it in the um they displayed it in the trailer for the game so when um they're doing that prisoner transport and miles gets super excited and tries to repair the wire that's about to break and he's like it's all secure and then it breaks yes <laughs> and all the prisoners get loose and miles is like i'm sorry i'm sorry peter's like it's okay it happens we just got to contain this i love the fact that Peter never really gets angry with Miles for making mistakes, he just supports him through it because he's like, yeah, I've been there. Because he made so many mistakes on, on his own, you know? And he mentions that. Yep. Look, I don't know if I'm ready to fly solo. You gotta take the oath. I promise to do everything in my power to protect this city. I promise.
guapo. Gracias, mami. Guys, I wanted to thank you. Both of you. You need to lay low. Don't trust anybody and don't take off that mask. This message is for Roxxon. The underground will stop it. They need you. Miles, what's the underground doing? They're after new form. Tinkerer, stop! Kind of sad and disappointed, but. You think you can beat the Tinker? Roxxon, you can't! Every time I think I got this Spider-Man thing figured out, something goes wrong. Miles, our family doesn't give up. Whenever you say Spider-Man, you always mean the other one. You're Spider-Man. You can fix this. Your way. This is my time. I'm seizing the moment cause I gotta go for the time gone. Basically, it's really good that Peter doesn't really get impatient with Miles. It's just, it's fantastic to see that constant support from him, knowing that, you know, Peter made a lot of mistakes when he first started out. And it's just a very heartwarming and very pleasant experience. And yeah, it's, it's, I thought it was pretty funny that Peter went to Simkari with MJ. He was, it was kind of like a work vacation where he was just yeah. kind of taking pictures of everything that was happening. I kind of, I kind of hope they include like a little segment of what went down in Simkaria when the next game comes out, you know? I, I think that was a setup for the next game. And I was about to say that is I think that there is, they were, there's that, they were setting something up with that. Definitely involving Silver Sable. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and, and stay tuned for the mid credit scene because there's also a development there which um, oh, leaves boy. open, yeah, some plot threads for the next game, which I'm going to be I'm super, super, super stoked about. I mean, obviously, I think we're going to get thrown back with the story folk primarily focusing on Peter, but I'm assuming Miles will still be playable throughout segments of the next game. You know, Marvel Spider-Man 2 or whatever they decide to call it. I would think that Miles would have some more play would have some playable segments throughout the story, maybe have some side missions that are dedicated to him, and probably like Arkham City, you know, uh, in the free roam afterwards, you can switch between the characters like you could with Batman and uh, Catwoman. Uh, or you, it would be cool if they implemented like a system where you could choose which story. Well, I wouldn't know how they would do that, but it would be really cool if you could kind of pick and choose what you do with either Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. If, if there are, of course, there are going to be missions that are focused on Peter and there could be missions that are focused on Miles. But if there are just like if there's crime, like crime or side missions, you could choose to do them as Miles so that Peter could, you know, get some rest or take it easy. Or you could choose to do it together. And there are conversations between Peter and Miles swinging through the city like, dude, <laughs> it's like they, something funny happens. And like, oh, did you see that bird hit that skyscraper? And they start laughing or something like <laughs> that. They laid the groundwork for some uh for some combination attacks with Miles and another character, which we won't reveal yet. But there is a point in the story where you're combat, and it kind of reminded me of being able to play as both Spider-Man and Black Cat in the DLC for the first game. So they really were laying the groundwork for that, and that's something that was in the Arkham series as well that um, I think Arkham Knight really, really perfected was the whole you know, dual combat, being able to seamlessly switch between the characters and they have combos, and that's something I would love to see in the next game. Mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully where My Miles has his Venom power, Peter will have his like symbiote abilities or something to, to oh. kind of complement that. That would be really cool. They did switch up a little bit the control system. There's no more suit powers anymore. It's all the suit mods and visor mods. Um, and Miles' abilities are all dedicated to the L1 button, which now it, it kind of tripped me up too because L1 in the first game was gadget selection. Now you have to hold R1 for gadget selection, um, which works. I, I don't have a major issue with that. I, I think it, it, it's fine the way it is, because they were able to dedicate an entire button to Miles' whole moveset. 
Yeah, you also only have four gadgets that you switch between, so yeah. it's not it's not really too complicated to get used to. It took me a minute, but once I figured it out, I was all right with it. Especially since the implication of venom and pa- venom and venom powers were just so amazing. Oh yes. my gosh, it's so fun fighting with bioelectricity. It's so cool with what you can do and the different puzzles that you have to solve using those powers. Yes, the puzzles were great. Uh, yeah, with, with, with Miles's venom abilities. And, and using like the tether web and some electric stuff and it like you said implementing that in the combat so if you're ever in a tough situation you know you can easily turn the tables over and like i said they really ramped up the difficulty in this game so in some cases it's kind of necessary um there are yeah. some enemies that are going to be weak only to venom attacks and you have to be good but it, it creates another way to beat up those brutes <laughs> Oh man, it honestly makes Brutes so much easier. Yeah. They Brutes honestly Spider-Man PS4 on Ultimate, those Brutes were tough. Yeah. Like you had to They're web fast them up. boys, those those chunk chunky boys. <laughs> <laughs> chunky speedy boy. Uh got to do speed. But um yeah, no the the brutes in this game are a little bit easier. It's like the basic criminals are nothing compared to Miles. Yeah. They are literally nothing. The only people you really have uh, a tough time with is an enemy group that we won't name. Um, and uh, uh, we, well, we can, it, it, it was, it the was underground. You want to talk about the underground a little bit? We can mention cause they, that, that backdrop was set before the game came out. Roxxon yeah, and the underground are going to be the two enemy factions. Yeah. They the did game. show that, uh, on the bridge in that little teaser playable thing where you kind of get to see the tinkerer and her group, the underground. And Roxxon has some abilities that combat miles actually which makes that that those uh missions more difficult and their hideout missions very very (laughs) difficult sometimes yeah i i i really liked that oh i loved the hideouts there's only three of them right there's three or four there's no there's not that many there's There's six there's six there's there's three three of each yeah there's three underground places and there's three uh god there were so many boss places in spider-man ps4 there were so many factions. There were no more waves, though, I noticed in the hideouts. Instead, it's just the one set, but it was just as hard. But if you want to take out the entire thing by stealth now, you can. I kind of always wanted to do the, the objectives. It was important to me to always do the alternate, the uh, optional objectives. Same here, brother. It makes you feel like spider-man <laughs> it does and it also gives you activity tokens so you can buy more stuff like suits and you get to play in a different play style and experiment with ways that you normally wouldn't tackle a situation and while this is the same map the same layout of new york it still feels completely different because the buildings aren't tied together the way they were in spider-man ps4 these different enemy factions have different ways of setting up their lairs and so they look different the layout is different you have to play differently if you want to take out an entire room with stealth you can do that which i did i did all but one of the um rocks on areas with complete stealth yeah i tried to master ceiling and wall takedowns and the underground that's a different story though that's hard those were really hard just because to me, they didn't have any brutes for the Roxxon guys, but there were brutes for. Oh my God, the the underground brutes. Yeah, those are the ones that are. Those are the ones I always try to take out with stealth because I just don't like fighting them. <laughs> what I did, what I did was I used a venom attack, and then um, it made them really weak, and then you hit them like five times, and they're done. Yeah, the the, the underground brutes are even harder than regular brutes because they've they've got like they've got underground armor and and a, a, attacks. Um, some of the enemies in this game are, are, like I said before, are pretty difficult. But I, I did like how the game managed to do to distinguish itself from the last game. You don't have the same rogues gallery. I mean, you have got the rhino who shows up. But other than that, uh, this game explores its own enemy factions and its own villains. Um, I don't think there's any other major, major uh, Spider-Man villains that make an appearance here. Well, there is one. <laughs> if if you complete all of the uh the hollow missions there is there is one that's actually a pretty a pretty fun fight it is actually is hilarious it made me laugh there's a lot of really good tongue-in-cheek humor especially in that segment <laughs> i have not actually finished all of the training challenges yet so Do it. i'm hoping today later on today i can finish that up the um i'm trying to do all of the stealth traversal and combat challenges at the ultimate level Okay. And that's really difficult. There's one where you have to take out a bunch of hollow drones without taking a single hit. And that's rough because a lot of them have firearms. I 
actually ended up doing that one pretty easily. Some of the other ones I haven't gotten ultimate on yet, though. Um, I will at some point, too, because I remember getting ultimate on all the ones in Spider-Man PS4. God, those uh, those uh, drone challenges are so hard. hard. They're hard the first time you do them, but once you learn how to do them, um, I, can, I can go through one like like that now. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. It's difficult, though, because those drones leave behind that little ball that you have to swing through. And sometimes if you don't traverse properly, you're going to miss it completely. Yeah. And, it, and I'll restart. immediately press pause, yell at myself. Well, hang on. I don't think I'm close enough. Ha <laughs> ha. Hello. <laughs> Basically, I would get upset and I would like yell at myself and I would press pause and I would restart the challenge. <laughs> and I was just like, I am going to do this and I'm going to do it right. And that... Uh, that's a little throwback to Ultimate Spider-Man when you're about to fight Electro, and he says, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. <laughs> if you played that, that's a really fun game for the GameCube. I played the crap out of that, where you get to alternate between um, Parker and Brock. Okay. You get, as, you get to play as Edward Brock Jr. as Venom, and that was a lot of fun. That is cool. And that was actually um, the only... I mean, I never really got to play Spider-Man 1 and 2 for the PS2, but Ultimate Spider-Man had really, really fun... Uh, city traversal, like swinging through the city, um, because it actually relied on in the older Spider-Man games, you would just see Peter swinging through the air, like you could just web swing on anything. Oh no, no, Spider-Man Two changed that. Spider-Man Two was the game was the game changer, was the one where webs had to be anchored to buildings. Okay. So all right, yeah, Spider. We owe that realistic physics to Spider-Man Two. Good, good, because Spider-Man Two is one of the best movies in the Marvel. Or well, it's not in the MCU, but in most best, one of the best Marvel movies, one of the best superhero movies to this day. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Doc Ock was beautifully cast. The yeah. scene in the uh, at the what was it? The warehouse on the river. Uh huh. Oh my God! <laughs> he saves Harry. Harry's like, this doesn't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, All I have man. left is Spider Man. Yeah, when we he humiliated when we to... me by touching me. <laughs> Yeah, when we get to hang out, uh, Ash, I want to watch that whole trilogy with you. Okay, that, that that's something we definitely got to do. We got to watch all the Spider-Man movies, dude. We that's, got to. I just um, rewatched the trilogy myself because we were doing the Spider-Man three episode on Collateral Cinema. So I just, you know, I watched the whole trilogy, and then I was like, I'm not done with Spider-Man. Let me let me start Amazing. So I, I now started dig on this. Yeah, now <laughs> dig on this. <laughs> you want Def- you want forgiveness? Get religion. Uh, definitely the worst movie out of the whole trilogy, but it's still fun to watch. It it's is fun good. to watch. It is. It is a, the whole movie is a meme. That's that's kind of what we thought. <laughs> it, it's a letdown compared to the other two movies, but God, it is fun. I like being bad. It makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Harry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay. One one thing we've touched on, but we haven't really gotten into. Right. One of the major things that really really makes this game, and I think improves on the first one. And I hope to see it return in the next one is the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man app. Uh, a lot of your side missions now, all your major side missions and all the crimes are now handled through the app, which is a brilliant idea. In-universe, uh, Gunky, uh, Miles' best friend, develops this app that people can use to call Spider-Man and, and, and alert him. And it's kind of like a kind of like a Waze kind of thing where people report crimes or... Um, any of their troubles and and Spider-Man comes in and I think that's a fantastic way to uh to have Spider-Man operate in a modern world. I think that is absolutely the way it should be done and it makes so much sense. But the app is really cool because you can open it up at any time by by swiping left on the on the PS4 uh trackpad on the controller and you open up and time slows down for a second uh so that you can you, you can be like mid-swing and the app opens up, and then you select an objective, and then you go there. So it's so well done. No longer do you have to like pause the game and go to the map and go look. And and you don't have to just wait, you don't have to wait for crimes to pop up, although they do. You can go and you can go fight a crime. So it makes those patrol segments where you know where where Miles like in between story missions where Miles or Peter is like, yeah, let's go and patrol for a while. Makes those sections so much better. Yeah, it it adds a smoothness to it. Um, I really like how some of the crimes in the game kind of feel like side missions, just because you set a waypoint, you swing to them, and you take care of them. And yeah, there are some there are some events and side quests that reward you more than others. There are there are some side missions that will reward you with like eight 
activity tokens and they don't take long at all but then there are others that reward you with like 10 and those take a minute just because you have to take in account multiple factors and you have to go to multiple places and do different things and it's really cool i I, it's it works really well it's very smooth and oh man yeah if you remember Uh, the side missions in in spider-man ps4 and i i mean that's specifically not in the sense of all side quest content but there were was literally a mission type called side missions which were just other standalone stories that had spider-man kind of swing around the city and some of them were more long and involved in fact there was one sequence that had to do with tombstone that was actually really cool it was a nice little subplot yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun but um th- those are what's been incorporated into the friendly neighborhood spider-man app along with crimes now in addition to that, there are some more of like the collectible challenges. Um, and in place of the backpacks, we now have what is essentially called, uh, what was it? Was the uh, time capsules? Yep, time capsules. There were 13 of them. 13 of them, yeah. We've also got the underground caches, which is cool because you've got to stop. And um, it's not just like go here and do this. It's go here and you have to use the little on-screen radar to find it. And sometimes you may have to fight some enemies or you may have to punch something in order to get to the cache. Spider-Man stealing from us! <laughs> I know Jameson probably, there is probably a podcast uh, from Jameson that, that addresses that. And then the podcasts are back. Not only do we have just the facts with JJJ, but we also have the Danacast, and she's an awesome mm. character. I really, really enjoyed her dialogue as well. She's totally into Spider-Man. Let's just face it. She, <laughs> you, you just got to play the game, but she, she has the hots for Oh, moms. yeah. Yeah, she was cute. And, and, and also the character Haley. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's so sweet. Oh, my goodness. I, I kind of see something, like, growing there. And it's funny because she's a, a character that, that doesn't speak. She speaks through ASL, so she's either deaf or mute. And so Spider-Man, you know, but Miles actually knows ASL and is able to communicate with her. And I just think that would be a really interesting relationship if they decided to pursue that and, and have a lot of um, – it, it's definitely a good uh, inclusivity move for disabled, you know. Oh yeah, and they had uh, there. There is a moment in the game where they uh, shout out the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, very, very, very happy to see that. I love um, it. There's a whole Uptown Pride suit, which is you know the the Black Lives Matter mo- uh, color scheme. It's black. It's Miles' suit, but instead of red, it's gold, and um, and it looks really, really cool. And there's that that's that one shot, and I made sure to take a screenshot of it, and it's my cover photo now because it's in front of that mural that says Black Lives Matter, and I just thought it was incredible. I was really happy to see that too. Oh man, I will say the suits in this game are stellar. They yeah. are very, very well done. Now there were a couple of really awesome suits from Spider-Man PS4, but all in all, I had like three or four that I stuck with. I hated this. Uh, what was it? The Spirit Spider? I despised that suit. It was. I, I, I can't stand when people use that suit in story missions when they're when they're doing playthroughs of the game. <laughs> oh <laughs> Take that ridiculous thing off. <laughs> yeah, it's so ugly. It's just it just doesn't work. But there is one suit. I will not tell you what it is. Um, okay. At it's towards the end of the game, um, and I actually did the last story mission with it on, but. Um, you kind of steal some tech from the underground and you build it. Oh, yeah. It's really, really just, it's the sexiest suit it, on it, the planet. That suit is awesome. I loved it. For me, I still had to stick with the classic. Well, actually, I did a, one of, I did a suit that was a variant on the classic, which was the, the winter suit, which is the classic with just, you know, just a scarf or whatever. And I liked it because it's such a heartwarming moment where Haley gives it to him. And I just thought it was appropriate that Miles would wear it. But yeah, no, the suits of this game were stellar. I was kind of worried that, you know, I was like, how many suits can they add for Miles in this game? Like, what are they going to do? Are they all going to be original or, but no, they did a fantastic job with it. They introduced practically every suit that you could think of. So even suits that were like on one cover, they're going to put in the game, right? You've got into the Spider-Verse, obviously. You've got some different variants on the classic suit, mm-hmm. like the Brooklyn Visions Academy and the winter suit, Love like it. I mentioned. Um, Uptown Pride is cool because it's just another, it just changes the color scheme. And then in addition to that, they they do have a couple like new suits in this game that are completely unique, like the track suit. Um, and some that just seem like logical uh, extrapolations. Um, I will go ahead and say there is a, a Miles Morales 2099 suit. 
And I thought that's an original for this game. There's not a Miles Morales 2099, but it was a neat idea because they took an aesthetic and they put it on Miles. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my favorite suits um, in the game, it's not too flashy, but it's so cute. There's a side mission, and they, they show this in the, uh, in the trailer and the, yeah. the demo for this game, where you save Teo. Teo's cat, and his cat is yes. also named Spider-Man. <laughs> the bodega after, cat suit. <laughs> the bodega cat suit is so cute. And once you save his cat, you can come back a little bit later, and he'll he'll call Spider-Man and be like, "Hey, Spider-Man, this is Teo. Teo from the bodega." He says it like twice. It's I know. So funny and so yeah. innocent. He's like, "So, Spider-Man, my cat. He he really took a liking to you, bro. You you should come and hang out with this cat. <laughs> maybe take him for a swing." And you go to the bodega and you pet him. <laughs> And he puts and you it, put him in a backpack on your back, and you can swing around and fight enemies with him. And he ha- he he's a part of the special attacks, the finishers. Yes, it's so great. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that that's another reason why the finishing moves in this game are fantastic. It's so good and so creative. And I think my oh, nope, nope, no, nope, no spoilers. No nope. spoilers. No. <laughs> nope. We'll, we'll nope. go like Doctor Who spoilers. Spoiler: I hardly know her. Um, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, a, a lot of the, um, a lot of the suits at this get time were unlocked through side mission progression, which made that suit all the more special to wear because you're like, oh, I did this, uh, segment as, uh, I, I unlocked this suit as an achievement for doing this thing. Uh, there's another side mission that has to do with Miles' uncle, Aaron Davis. And we won't spoil that either, but longtime comic fans and fans of Into the Spider-Verse will obviously know where this goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It's really awesome because, uh, no, that's a spoiler. I can't I can't say that. <laughs> I, oh, I thought that the way that they treated his character in this game was actually really, really good. Right? It was fantastic. The development was slow and steady, but beautiful at the same yeah. time. Yeah, and and you're constantly always doubting his intentions, right? You mm-hmm. know, because we're we're used to this character being well, not at first. You're not always doubting his intentions. It, it it's very it's a very smooth and stable connection at yeah. first, and then something happens later on in the game where you're like, okay, let me take a step back, and um. It's just you'll have to play the game to see how it pans out, but it's it's really cool and really awesome the way they did it. I will say this game also does a really good job at implementing puzzles yes. into the game. You you have a lot of puzzles that you have to use your electricity for and web swinging, and there are side quests that implement that as well. And Spider-Man PS4 did it too, but they really, really elaborated on that ability in this game to solve puzzles, and it kind of gives Miles a detective feel because he's just really smart at figuring this stuff out. Miles is a genius. We already know that he can... um, We already know that he's a brilliant kid. He went to Brooklyn Visions Academy for his knowledge. Um, He speaks American Sign Language, and his mom, Rio Morales, is a Spanish-speaking... Well, she speaks Spanish. and (laughs) I didn't want to use any politically incorrect terms since I don't know the terminology. She's Puerto Rican, I believe. Puerto Rican? Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know. So, but Miles speaks fluent Spanish. You can say Latina. English. I think that's fine. Okay. And, um, but yeah, he speaks Spanish, English, and ASL. He knows how to communicate very well. He's extremely, oh, look at me rapping and rhyming over here. And it's just, it's really cool to see how smart he is and just how well he fits the mantle of Spider-Man because Parker's obviously a genius. I mean, he was talking to Miles at the end of the first game. Well, was it at the end of the first game or at the beginning of this game where he was talking to Miles about the mathematics that goes into web swinging and how that, you have to like... That was in the, the DLC, the very end of the DLC for okay. Spider-Man PS4. Yeah. That was really cool to think about. I had never really thought about that because, I mean, yeah, of of course, if you have superpowers and you've been doing it for eight years, you're going to be really good at web swinging. But I didn't take into account the fact that Peter actually uses math. He does math in his head while he's swinging. Like, what? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, we all know that Parker is brilliant but lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rosie, I love this boy. <laughs> Parker. Brilliant but lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and no one could ever forget the iconic Spider-Man scream when he saves MJ and that thing is rolling towards him. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, Do you like how in the first game they reference the train scene? And he, he does the, 
he does the webs to stop the train and he's like yes. and it doesn't work and he's like that that worked last time <laughs> <laughs> oh the first game was so chock full of references to everything and this game continues that pattern obviously um the first time yeah, but it is more Miles focused, so we don't get as much of that nostalgia feel with with Peter and his previous rogues and things that we've heard about in the comics that obviously happened in his history. This game is very Miles focused, and it's a breath of fresh air. We get this, um, we get to identify with this new character who, like you said before, is brilliantly acted. I mean, he uh, Najee Peter does does an amazing job with the performance. Um, it's believable. We enjoy that. Miles is the character who he is, and he's trying. He's a witty character who is is trying to be quippy, and in trying to be quippy, it adds a, a layer of comedy to it. That, um, <laughs> like I said, I was worried about it before because I never thought that Miles was ever as quippy as Peter is, but they did a good job with it this time with him attempting to be. <laughs> that's, an, that's enough ice puns for today. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I see you have Spider Man. We both have Spider Man on the brain. He said Naji Peter, and I was like. <laughs> amazing because we're talking about peter yeah naji jeter was naji jeter. absolutely amazing <laughs> amazing voice actor and i guess he did the motion capture too but he was just spectacular and i this game is chock full of surprises that will make you laugh there are moments in the game that will make you roll laughing there, there is moments in the game that you will get emotional over yes they they really hit it out of the park and it's it's honestly a 9.8 out of 10 for me. The only reason I say 9.8 out of 10 is because they can always add more finishers. They can always <laughs> they can always add more, but I am not complaining at all. It is a beautifully done game. I am so glad that we finally got to talk about it. It's, yes. This game, I will definitely play it a couple more times all the way through. The story is good. The cinematics are gorgeous. Even on PS4. This game was PS5 focused, and it looks breathtaking on the PlayStation 4 Pro. That's what I've been playing it on, and that's what I finished it on. And it just makes me that much more excited to get my hands on a PS5 because I want to see yeah. what they've done with Spider-Man PS4 because I know that in fidelity mode, it's like, what, 4K, 60 FPS? Yeah, there's there's performance mode and there's fidelity mode, and, and performance mode is the one that's at 60. Uh, fidelity mode has ray tracing. You're going to have to elaborate on that because I do not know what ray tracing is. I am sorry for everybody listening, but I do not know what ray tracing is. It makes the graphics look better. <laughs> okay, so it's basically It's a rendering like, technique, yeah. If you're playing God of War and it's like performance mode or resolution mode, something like that. It's well, just... ray tracing is something fairly new. I know it was recently added to Minecraft, um, but uh, it generally is... It, it's just finding its way into video games because with ray tracing speed, rendering each frame quickly is more important. That's why you can't have ray tracing with the 60 FPS, right? But um, it does make it more... Um, it, it's it's realism. That's what it is. It makes everything look much, much, much more realistic. And if you want to know more about ray tracing, I'd suggest you Google it because I basically just spit off of what I saw in a Wikipedia article. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, it lined up with what I do know about it. But I, I'm like, yeah, I don't know much about it. I just know it. It does make everything look prettier. <laughs> and, and it's not... We, they haven't managed to find a way to do both ray tracing and 60 FPS at the same time. But I've seen some gameplay videos and... I know you can't see 60 frames per second on YouTube videos, but I could tell the difference in the performance mode. So that'll be something that if I ever get the PS5 version, which is a $10 upgrade. So if, if, if you're waiting on a PS5 to buy this game, don't worry about it. Get the game on PS4 and upgrade later. But um, I, I definitely will have fun you know, trying out both, probably using the performance mode for swinging around, use the fidelity mode for cutscenes and, and awesome pictures, <laughs> photo oh, mode. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this, this, man, Miles Morales, I told you this earlier, it's one of the best, one of the best games I've ever put my hands on. It is amazing. I would highly recommend it. If you haven't played it, you are living your worst life. Play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But it's definitely something I'll recommend till the end of my days. And I cannot wait for the next installment in the series. It is beautifully done. And, yeah, Miles Morales, it's it's a yes for me, 100%. Yes, 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 yeah. It was... Yes, 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 Daddy likes. 
A little shout out to Super Mega right there. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna kill me if they ever hear that. <laughs> Absolutely. For for um for what they set out to accomplish, they um really uh flawlessly executed it. I mean, it is a damn near perfect game, just like the first one. And if you're a fan of the first game, you will definitely enjoy this um quick little adventure. It'll take a couple days for you to get through and and do everything that there is to do and you'll be glad because i know i have been insatiable and i've been wanting more spider-man content and this you know kind of uh wet my appetite a little bit i'm like yeah okay okay so i'm very very excited to see what insomniac does in the future with the series both incorporating you know both peter and miles um as far as miles goes i mean it would be cool to kind of have more of a staggered system where we see like a sequel to the miles game in between or or maybe they could have like the dlc focus on miles that would be cool i i kind of feel like that's something that they would do is you know the main game is primarily peter focused and with a lot of miles in it but then like have like the dlc focus on miles a story i would like that oh yeah they they really are gonna have to go the extra mile <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? It, if you're playing this in Europe, go look for Spider-Man Kilometers Morales. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh god! See, you can make jokes like that because you're a father. I I have not earned that right yet, <laughs> but I still break the rules on a daily basis. It's okay. <laughs> well, all right. That's. Probably as much as we can say for now. Go play Spider-Man Miles Morales. If you're a Spider-Man fan, if you're a fan of the first game, um, if you just like superhero games in general, hell, if you just like video games and and you want to try something new out, I'd could say go go play the first game and then go play this one. Um, I definitely would say play the first one first. If you're planning on playing Miles Morales and you haven't played the first one, I wouldn't recommend it because there are some spoilers for the first game and it builds off of story concepts and gameplay concepts from the first game. And the first game is going to be a more um, whole experience. So definitely, if you haven't played the first one, play that one first. Spider-Man PS4, it's been remastered for PS5 as well. Um, And then go play this game and... If you have played the first one and you haven't, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go play it. It's forty dollars. Go go get it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, it's a beautiful experience. You you're missing out. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was a awesome episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, please leave us leave us some feedback on your platform of choice. Five star review on Apple Podcasts. Go check us out. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts at, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Chill Lover Radio, whatever you're listening to right now. Uh, stay tuned for our next episode. We were supposed to have The Last of Us Part 2 out. As I said before, I think what we'll go ahead and do is just release both parts out. Um, actually, next week, yeah. Next week, we should have that out by the end, by the end of November. Um yeah, so stay tuned for that. We really had a, a really fun time with The Last of Us Part Two, and I, I just, um, I just beat it myself, and I'm really excited to talk about it. And then next month we're gonna be having our, uh, our anniversary special. We're gonna be talking about The Elder Scrolls V: Skyrim, and then we're gonna be doing our holiday special on Assassin's Creed Valhalla, another game that just came out this month that I'm really really excited to talk about and get more into we're also going to be doing like i said before um before the end of the month we'll have our uh, episode out on age of calamity which i've had a lot of fun with another game launch episode for us to to geek about and um yeah also listen to collateral cinema we just had our episode out on spider-man 3 and uh very soon we should be also talking about um our our next episode which was uh uh, Life of Brian. Life of Brian, yeah. Which is another really, really fun movie. But, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always a pleasure, my dude. And I'm really glad that we both got to dive into this game. And here's to many more wonderful video game experiences. I'm very much looking forward to talking about The Last of Us. That game gripped me by the heart and never let go until the very end. So, um, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, it's it, it can't be easy listening to my voice for an hour. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, guys. Well, that being said, I'm Ashley Chancellor. And I'm Zachary Gio. This is Collateral Gaming. We are out. Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators and are used for educational purposes only. Please don't sue us. We're poor. <laughs>